Got an old car you don't use anymore? Donate it to Cars for Kids. They auction off donated vehicles in any condition and use 100% of the proceeds to help kids in need graduate. Cars for Kids is the only charity-owned and operated car donation program where 100% of the net proceeds go directly to support kids. Donate today and you'll receive a $50 gift card at carsforkids.org. That's carsforkids.org. This is your chance to make a difference. Right off the car, not the kid. Something new is hatching at Slumberkins this spring. Dragon brings an all-new interactive adventure in our first-ever Search and Find book with some new cuddly friends. They will sharpen kids' observation skills and promote patience while encouraging creativity and curiosity of the world. Learn more about Slumberkins cuddly creatures and books at slumberkins.com and use code BIGFEELINGS for 15% off your first order. That's slumberkins.com, code BIGFEELINGS. You knew the job was dangerous when you took it, Fred. I have a question. Shh, be respectful the, uh, of me. You can act like a man. He's colossal. It's stupendous. One might even go so far as to say he's mediocre. I guess I should salute you as a worthy adversary and all that, but the truth is, I really did hate your guts. It's the Single Storm Podcast. Yeah, the socialists and the Democrats credit, kids. This this illegal immigration push is multi-tiered, multiple avenues of harm to the United States. It's all being done by design. And you know what? The Republicans have known about these dark designs and they continue to allow it to happen. Why? Because they're bought off. The, the, the majority of the Republican establishment bought off. I'm going to cap all of this discussion off with confirmation of another aspect that is bringing harm to the United States of America, stealing your voice intentionally, the Democrats doing this uh, by supplanting your voice with illegal aliens and foreign nationals that have no business supplanting your voice in our own country. But uh, let me set it up with several stories that broke in the last 48, 72 hours, somewhere in that time frame. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez confronted by, and do you know what? Town Hall News, you shouldn't be doing this. Town Hall uh, heckled AOC attendees, quote, all you care about is illegal migrants. That's not what he said. That's not what he, they said illegal aliens, but Town Hall changed it to migrants to be politically correct. You got to be kidding me. Seriously? Anyway, yeah, AOC having a, having a town hall and the the crowd erupts at her and rightly so because she's she's a pro illegal alien democrat who is trying to supplant uh the the united states citizen with foreign nationals who are voting against our best interests uh it's going to be kind of hard to hear i'll play it for you but you'll you'll kind of hear what's going on she's up on stage uh talking over some bullet points, and then all hell breaks loose. Listen to this. Uh, In 2020, the CARES Act passed, and in 2021, we started to see a lot of different uh, uh, pieces of introductions. You only represent the illegal aliens. Well, clearly I don't because I'm an elected member of Congress, so... 
Keep it pushing, bro. Yeah, clearly, there are a lot of elected members of Congress who are there to represent illegal aliens. Uh, what? I'm elected to Congress, so that means I don't put illegal aliens first? Is that her rationale? Uh, the evidence we have proves the contrary. So you got that, folks. And there's a, there's a whole consequence for Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and the Democrat Party's push to have illegal aliens flood into our country. The illegal alien accused of killing Georgia nursing student Lakin Riley illegally entered the U.S. in 2022. He was cut loose when there was no space for him in the detention center, according to a report. Jose Antonio Ibarra, age 26, who was arrested Friday in connection with the murder of a 22-year-old Augusta University student, crossed into El Paso, Texas from Venezuela in September of 2022 under the Democrats' socialist watch. He had been released due to lack of detention space. You know, there's plenty of space for this guy back in his home country. Plenty of space there. Uh, Democrats say, no, we want him to come here to murder in the United States, to murder citizens. Lakin Riley, age 22, found dead on a jogging trail near a Georgia college campus on Thursday with the full support of Democrats. Isn't that lovely? So Texas has been the epicenter for all of this. And many people are starting to recognize in Texas that it can no longer be. And I know there's a lot of argument as to whether or not Greg Abbott pulled the trigger soon enough, but he did. And so now the state of Texas is doing something and trying to stop all of this harm coming through Texas. Send it over to New Mexico. Send it over to Arizona. Send it over to California where their voters deserve it. We don't. We don't. And the poor people around the rest of the United States who are being served up as victims to crime, like a, like a buffet. The Democrats serving our people up to criminals, international criminals. Now, what's going on here in Texas is having an impact. This has been uh, published by Craig Bannister. He's an attorney in, in Washington, D.C., and MRC-TV is publishing this. The number of U.S. Border Patrol encounters are down sharply in Texas this fiscal year due to the effectiveness of Republican Governor Greg Abbott's Operation Lone Star. Meanwhile, border encounters have spiked in the People's Republic of California and in Arizona, where more, well, he says migrant-friendly, I would say illegal alien-friendly Democrat governors are in charge. Through Operation Lone Star, Governor Abbott has installed wire fencing at the border, deployed floating barriers, and called out the Texas National Guard to deter illegal immigration. And his efforts are paying off. Through the first four months of fiscal year 2024, October through January, the number of U.S. Border Patrol encounters of illegal aliens between the ports of entry in Texas have fallen 27% from 484,994 to 352,996 compared to the same period a year ago. Four of the state's five Border Patrol sectors have recorded steep declines. El Paso down 50 percent, Big Bend down 70 percent, Laredo down 40 and the Rio Grande Valley, well, up 23 percent. In the fifth sector, the Del Rio sector, border encounters are down 1.3 percent from the first four months of fiscal year 2023. However, in early January, Texas closed off the Del Rio sector, Shelby Park in Eagle Pass, and for the month, the number of illegal alien encounters plummeted 325 percent 
from the previous month and 41 percent from last January. So deterrence to illegal immigration in Texas starting to take hold in Texas. And I do believe there is plenty of room for discussion and debate as to whether or not this trigger was pulled in a timely fashion. But there is a rhyme to all of this. It's not just giving illegal aliens the vote. It's not just giving illegal aliens all of the benefits paid for by taxpayers. It's not about welcoming in illegal aliens to turn America into something we were never intended to be. It's also about taking away your voice. And yes, I understand that's what happens when an illegal alien is allowed to vote. But it's even more sinister than that. Here's J.D. Vance as he was speaking at CPAC to our own Rob Schmidt over at at Newsmax. And listen to what J.D. Vance told Rob. This is incredible. I didn't realize this this until a few weeks ago. The immigration chaos, we we talk about it all the time. We talk about the sex trafficking, these poor kids who are brought into this country by the cartels and sold into slavery. Mm. We, of course, talk about the fentanyl problem. The reason why we have a border crisis, it is by design. Biden is invading the country with people who he knows are going to vote disproportionately for Democrats. And this is an important point. Again, I didn't realize this until a few weeks ago. California has five more congressional representatives than it should. Do you know why? They count illegal aliens for purposes of assigning apportionment in Congress. So when these guys flood the country with millions of people who shouldn't be here, they destroy the voting power of citizens in our own republic. This is by design, and this is maybe the last very good chance we have to stop in 2024. Mm-hmm. It's by design because Democrat socialists hate you, and they love foreign nationals. They don't like the fact that you're an American, that you believe you have rights. They don't like the fact that you want to have security and prosperity for not only today, but into the future for your children. They can't stand it because all of that gets in the way of their control and their power over you. So they invite a whole bunch of people from all over the globe, 168 countries, to come in illegally to to pad the census, to give them more representation in government than they deserve. As, as folks flee left-wing blue states, the Democrats are backfilling with a bunch of illegal alien foreign nationals to give them more representation than they deserve in their effort to take away your rights and your freedoms. The show behind the show. We get away from politics, kids. Coming up on the Salcedo Storm podcast. And now a word from our sponsor. I'm sure you've seen all these Obamacare commercials. If they were accurate, everybody would be happy. And your wallet wouldn't be dragged over the coals. In the real world, it appears... Those ads are just as much BS as Obamacare is. What if you're under 65 and need quality, affordable health coverage? American Medical Plan specializes in under 65 health insurance plans that have zero co-pays at the doctor and no deductible on all outpatient services, including surgeries. You pick your doctors and hospitals. There are private plans, enroll anytime, and they are 30 to 60% less than Obamacare. If you're paying too much for your own health insurance, call American Medical Plans. They will customize a plan managed and chosen by you not the government. A liberty-loving American takes on Washington, Hollywood, and the whole media establishment. He's Chris Salcedo. Join his fight. Tune in to The Chris Salcedo Show 
every weekday afternoon on Newsmax. Everybody's got an agenda, right? And in America, for the time being, that's okay. But I think folks would be stupid to fund an agenda that doesn't align with their own. Patriot Mobile can help you with that. When you make the switch to Patriot Mobile, you're going to get an industry-leading coverage guarantee. You're going to get all kinds of discounts for our first responder heroes and our veterans. But you're also going to be supporting a company that supports your values and donates to your values. And there's an added bonus. You'll also be supporting me, your liberty-loving Latino. Every single person who goes to PatriotMobile.com Storm and makes the switch, you support the Salcedo Storm podcast, keeping my voice independent. Hey, I worked for a company that changed the rules in the middle of the game. I couldn't talk about the issues important to you. It was then I realized my voice needed to be independent. I think Tucker Carlson's discovering that too. Head to PatriotMobile.com Storm. Make the switch today. Use my promo code STORM. Get free activation and stop funding the woke crowd. Call 972-PATRIOT or go to PatriotMobile.com STORM. The establishment media is out of touch with the real things real Texans care about. Real news for real Texans. That's what Texas Scorecard does every day. Learn more and subscribe for free. TexasScorecard.com slash Chris. Folks, time for the show behind the show. Our buddy Sean Chastain is in the house. What's happening, man? Uh, not much, man. When was the uh, last time you had your brakes repaired or done with new rotors and pads? Ooh, let's see. This was, well, this was probably for my, my oldest daughter's car, which was our old car. And right. we handed that puppy down. And just before we did, we did the discs and we did, we didn't have to replace them. We just had to, um, to, uh, what is, what, how do you, you, your yeah, rotor, them. yeah, resurface yeah. those. Yeah. The discs mm-hmm. and then, uh, new shocks on the car. So that, that was about seven, eight years ago, probably. And it was a mint. It was probably over a grand and a half. Holy cow. Are you kidding me? Well, yeah, for, for all four brakes and four new shocks. Grand and but a half. no new rotors. No, no, no. Not new rotors. No. Just wow. yeah, resurfacing them. Because I just did the brakes on my truck yesterday. Yeah. And I did them myself, obviously. Because right. Because you can. One, I'm poor. And two, I can. And uh, it cost me $174 for brand new rotors and pads. Really? Yeah. So I paid, well, a hell of a lot of money for <laughs> for yeah, because the labor. You can take your rotors to AutoZone. They'll do it for 10 bucks. You know, I think it is. Seriously? Uh, really? AutoZone, but uh, but re- O'Reilly's. O'Reilly's uh, will replace your discs if you buy them? No, then they won't replace them. They'll resurface them for like, oh. I think it's 10 or 15 bucks. Wow. But uh, for a car like you were driving, rotors sure. Yeah, rotors shouldn't have cost it that much. Well, and I think I got them at NTB is what I what I did it in. Yeah, yeah. it's about is that about, it's about a thousand and a half, man. If memory serves. Holy moly, that's insane. Yeah, I am so thankful that I can that just out of pure necessity, as a child growing up, uh, the, the son of a cop in the seventies with four kids and a mortgage. Uh, you know, doing anything he could just to keep cars running to get to work, and uh, me out there beside him watching and learning, and then having uh, you know, continuing that on through high school to keep my own cars running and all that stuff, and hanging out with buddies and 
just wrenching. So, yeah, uh, wow, a thousand dollars! Holy moly! Yeah, yeah. Well, good on you, man. I'm, I'm, I just never got into engines. I was into woodworking yeah. as a as a hobby. So, and I'm not even very good at that. I mean, I I can't. I can I can maybe do a miter cut and get away with it if I really 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 <laughs> think about it. I could probably do that, but there's just man, it just the I took apart an engine once and put it back together again. And I couldn't tell you. I mean, I have just a very very basic knowledge of how uh, these automobiles. Especially, well, today I have no clue on how these automobiles work. But the one thing I can say is guys like me benefit from YouTube. Because some of the some of the replacement stuff, and oh, again, yeah. I, I wouldn't trust me with brakes because you know what? If I do it wrong, then we're not stopping. And it was going. This is going to be my my little girl's car, and there was no way I was going to trust me with that. But if it's like replacing right. light bulbs or it's replacing, you know, even even uh, tires, you know, I can rotate tires. I can do that. So well, look at you. Yeah, I know. How to, I know. How to do the, the basics. Change oil. I can do that as long as you can point me to where the oil filter is. And these days, they make it so you can't even access the damn thing unless you have the thing right. up on, you know, up on the jacks. So it's the hydraulic jack, not just on the ground. I'm just talking right. up, up there. Yeah, you'd have to be like a contortionist to get to it otherwise. So, yeah, that's that's where uh, I'm. I'm kind of hating it. The fact that I can't do all that stuff today is because. Uh, yeah, it was like hot, sweaty yoga doing that yesterday. And then my um, my thighs are killing me because I was just up and down off my little stool and, you know, getting tools, getting parts, getting just stomping on uh, torque bars to get, them, uh, to get them loose, you know, because they're so tight. And just now my thighs are killing me. And you have all the tools to torque everything back down and you're cool? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, good on you, man. Good on you. Hey, you I know what? I have a tool addiction. Oh, you're one of those. My yeah. You know I, have, I have tools that I've never used, and then tools that I've only used a few times. In fact, I, I got uh, my cap and die set out that I've only used a couple times last night because I was doing some other project and um, and got that working. And you know, it's just fun doing that stuff. And but now my fingers are full of tiny metal uh, metal splinters and yeah shards and uh, yeah <laughs> well my my pop yeah, I'm just a yeah my, my pop and my uh my father-in-law they're of that generation i mean particularly my pop he has got tools i mean from the 1950s and yeah. I, and i remember he gifted me a toolbox that my granddad made out of wood his he made his own toolbox so he gave that to me from my granddad and had it inside it some basic tools. It had a level. This level was a, was a wood frame level. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's how old this stuff is. I kept, I still have it. I like, I mean, there's one of the bubbles. I think it's on the 45. That's kind of, it's broken. It's, it's, it's useless. Everything else works on it just fine. So it's like, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. Probably so, worth a couple bucks, man. Maybe, so maybe, get, but uh, get man, pinch. There you it, go. it'll never, um, it'll never leave because it, there's sentimental value there. But yeah. hey, you know, I thought about you last week. I saw this documentary from NBC, and they were touting this 15 minute city. Do you know what that? What a 15 minute city is? No, huh? It is a city where there are no cars. 
It's a city okay. to where everything, living, work, recreation, everything is within walking distance and 15 minutes away. So it's just a billion miles high? No, 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 no. It's just, it's, it, it, you, you, the living spaces are like sardines, you know, they, it's all the, the, the rage, you know, minimal living and all that kind of stuff. Right. But they're touting this as the wave of the future. No cars, no parking, and yeah. all your nightlife, all your, all, everything you need is within this little city. And I'm thinking to myself, what a boring ass place. <laughs> I mean, it was just, there was nothing there. I, I don't there. know, man. I, I, I'm going to push back on that because um, my buddy and I went to uh, New York City once. Yeah. And we went to the old uh, historic punk club, CBGB in Omfug on Bleecker Street. Okay. And he thought he was a subway expert. Turned out he wasn't, so we ended up walking quite a ways. But um, to get there, you walk through just several neighborhoods, you know, and everything is there. They got the bodegas with everything you'd want to eat, pretty much. They've got meat markets. They've got, uh, you, you know, just about every kind of little storefront that you can imagine that has everything you need, including bars and restaurants and, and fun stuff like that. And, Dude, I don't know that you'd have to walk 10 minutes to get to anything you needed in, in one of those neighborhoods, and that's in the middle of New York City. And uh, we went to um, Milwaukee once. Same thing. You know, they had all these cool little grocery stores right in the middle of a neighborhood, a mom-and-pop-owned kind of thing. And um, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't see too much wrong with it because I think that's the way most – big cities are we're so used to living in texas where you have to drive everywhere uh and you have to go uh drive and and if you're driving you might as well go to sam's and you know stock up on a billion things worth of uh worth of food and goods. i like driving i like oh i, I seeing the I, countryside i, I like yeah being you know going to different geographic regions even here in sure. texas i mean you can do i mean even though we don't have a lot of topography here, but out in Southern California, for example, you could be at the beach and in two hours later be in the mountains. And I like that. Oh yeah, so, absolutely. And to, I don't, I don't know that there's, it's just, you wouldn't own your car to get there. You'd rent one or you'd Uber or there'd be some service that hasn't even been thought of yet for those kinds of towns or those cities that, you know, if you did want to get out and go to the mountains that, uh, that you could probably pretty that easily doesn't, do that. Wait so. a minute, that doesn't bother you? Uh, no, I mean, it's just it's just how you want to live. Right. I, I, mean, I can't, dude, I can't stand or fathom or ponder an existence where I don't have control over my mobility. Well, in, in a situation like that, you would because everything you need is within 15 minutes and you could just walk or ride the bike or, you know, what if, you what if I, what, what if I want to go like the, the other day, there's, there's a shop that I, that I shop at in a place called Grapevine and it takes me a while to get there. But so I hop yeah. in the car about 45 minutes. I'm there. Okay. Sure. So I go to Grapevine and it's, it's an olive oil shop. It's really, really cool. 
So, but I could do that and I enjoy the ride. And, and it's like, what, what if they don't have that particular olive oil shop in my 15 minute city? Then I got a charter, a, <laughs> I got a charter, an Uber <laughs> to go get, to take, to, 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 well, to it's like, dude, no, no I, I, you, that, that's, that's autonomy uh, that I don't want to give up. I'm sorry. I just don't. Well, but what you would do in that situation is order off, order your olive oil from Amazon or oh, some for other crying out loud, service. really? And then, uh, and then that's also uh, that sounds like an opportunity. If there's enough demand for an olive oil store that has a certain kind of olive oil, well, there you go. Well, how do I? How does that satisfy my need to get up off my ass? And actually go and like see some different sites over than my my little my little neighborhood. Well, again, I mean, it's just you can't fathom it because you can't fathom it because you haven't lived it. Right. If you, were, if you were living in an apartment in New York City where everything you needed, virtually everything you needed, is on your block, that dude, why that's, would you need a car? That's why I don't live in New York City. That type of existence, right, that type right. of existence well, is such an anathema to me. I can't fathom being happy or satisfied or fulfilled living like that. There's just no effing way. I'm gonna no way. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds. Sounds kind of nice to me because Dude, you, you live in like, the sticks. What the hell's me. the matter with you? I got to go get some olive oil, but I got to get my truck. I got to spend, you know, $15 gas. Thank you, Joe Biden. And I got to drive 45 minutes to get it. Yeah, I know, when but I you could, live in you know, the if sticks. I were living in, if I were living in one of those cities, I could walk downstairs or take the elevator downstairs, open the door, you know, take 15 steps down to the bodega, and it's got all these incredible uh, olive oils from all over the world. Now, why don't you live in a city like that, then? Uh, I don't know. Just never had the opportunity, never really thought of, uh, of an opportunity like that. I mean, I was so – I grew up in a town of 800 people in Colorado, in the foothills of Colorado. And um, so – the, the thought of going to New York City for the first time was very frightening to me, uh, overwhelming. And then, you know, getting in the getting in the cab from the airport and seeing all of the incredible buildings and just the massive amount of people and all that. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is this is crazy. But then I found that the people were all very nice, at least the ones I, you know, ran into and talked with. And then, as I said, the, each little neighborhood was like a little tiny town. So, I, I don't know. I, I, was, I came away with a whole different opinion on living in New York City. I could see the benefits. But then, having never done it or having uh, never really considered it, you know, it, it, does, it doesn't seem like something I would enjoy. But I don't know. If I were forced into that situation or you know, some incredible job offer came up that I just couldn't turn down. I think it might be all right. See, for me, no way. I mean, if I got an incredible job offer to go to, to, as a matter of fact, I was offered a job in New York. I said, (laughs) no way in hell am I taking a job in New York. (laughs) There's I don't care how many zeros you put on it. I'm not, there's no way in hell I'm moving my kids there. There's no way I'm going to live there. Uh, It is, it's just, just, it would it would suck the marrow out of my bones just having to to live that kind of existence. I just I just know what makes me happy and what doesn't, and that's yeah. and that doesn't. No way. 
No. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, so if if and again, the fifteen minute city is is going to be dependent a lot on weather and location, and you know, it's not going to be every city is going to be like that. And obviously, we can't do away with vehicles because you kind of need them to move stuff around. Well, Speaking I get this. I get that. All I'm saying is, keep hold your thought there. I I like to be able to move around at my will and not have to rely sure. on a third party. Okay. So what were you going to say? Yeah. I saw a um, Facebook post this week that made me think a lot. It said, what if everything, all our vehicles were electric now and somebody came along with the internal combustion engine that you could buy a car for a third of the price, have just as much power, mm-hmm. fill it up immediately for, uh, you know, a pretty, pretty fair sum or a pretty, you know, easy to absorb sum and be able to drive hundreds and hundreds of miles without even stopping. Um, that, that would be the greatest thing ever invented. That's right. If, it, if, if, if electric cars were the standard now, you know, Exactly. The, the internal combustion engine would wipe the floor, as it is currently doing with, with electric vehicles. By the way, have you seen the polls that show the EVs are just dropping like a rock in popularity? Oh, yeah. Nobody I, wants them. I, I mean, it was a pretty neat concept. I mean, EVs have been around since the early, early 1900s, maybe even before that. But, um, yeah, it, it's just... It was a novelty, and people thought it was pretty neat. And yeah, they had some cool designs, I guess. I mean, most of them to me look like baby shoes with wheels. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, at least the at least the idea of it is pretty neat, and the uh, the torque and the speed, you know, they're they're incredible. So uh, I could kind of understand maybe the appeal, but in reality, once you figure out you can't go but 50 miles in the winter time and uh you know you're filling up uh every couple days to at the tune of an hour or two or three or 24 hours you know depending on what kind of charge you get to uh to fill up your car yeah that i think the people really reality bit them pretty hard well that's true and then people up in, in cold climates were noticing hey I'm sitting here and my battery's run out and I got to call a tow truck that is run by the internal combustion engine and gasoline. Yeah. That one of my, uh, I have this uh, visit I do with uh, every other week with the Salcedo show audiences and the, the Salcedo storm audiences. It's called the, the Salcedo storm locals hangout and people, uh-huh. it's kind of like talk radio, but it's just really, really, you know, kind of like what you and I do really seeing what's on people's plates. This woman said that she came up with an idea for a bumper sticker if it doesn't use gas, it doesn't haul my ass. <laughs> I said, <laughs> I love that. I, like you, I go, you better put that on a bumper sticker before I do. Doesn't use gas, doesn't haul yeah. my ass. And that's, you know that's what? Right, yeah. a, lot, a lot of people, and, and, and it's right back to that whole autonomy argument. I don't want to be tethered. And I think it's why I have such a, a, a tough time with these 15-minute cities. It's because I know what they're doing. 
They're trying to put us all in little boxes so we're manageable, limit our movement, limit our travel, tell us tell us oh where we can God, go, Chris. what we can do. It's dude. Oh my god. You may you may not Settle think down. Okay, fine. You don't buy it, but trust me, I know the other side. I know it's exactly what they're thinking. <laughs> well, look, I I have to tell you there was uh the military was tracking another balloon. Did you yeah, hear about this? Saw that, yeah. On Friday. No, another high altitude balloon, and they're tracking it. I'm thinking to myself, why are you tracking it? Why don't you shoot the damn thing down? What? I did read the story today that it, they suspect that it's a hobbyist balloon. Maybe. I, it's, it's, you come, if, you have a, if you have a hobbyist balloon and it's flying high altitude over the United States and it's not identified, you shoot it down. Right. You shoot sure. it down. If you're gonna put up a if you're gonna put up a hobbyist balloon, then you better file a flight plan with the appropriate authorities. If you don't, we're gonna shoot it down. I hope they develop a um, like a giant dart that you can shoot <laughs> from uh, a jet because it seems it seems like a real waste of money to shoot you know a two hundred thousand dollars Stinger missile yeah. into a balloon sidewinder. <laughs> yeah, just or yeah, yeah, sidewinder, yeah. whatever they're called, that launch from the plane. You know, uh, maybe we could just have a the co-pilot with a uh, I don't know, with one of those um, lasers, slingshots. You know, yeah, yeah. slingshot. Well, wait a minute, Colonel Schaefer told me we have that technology. We have the ability to make a precision laser incision on one of these things that would be able to bring and it wouldn't even pop the balloon it would just poke a hole in it so small to where the air would come out of it and we could do a controlled landing and we'd be able to see what's in it we've got that technology so the lawn dart games that we used to play in the 70s <laughs> and hell of a lot cheaper it's so yeah break out the lawn dart text when he goes i think i'd rather just have a big lawn dart on the front of the airplane <laughs> <laughs> just ram it into the balloon. Just pop it. Just, just, just send it like it's. It, we'll just play some lawn darts up there at about thirty thousand feet. Exactly. Pop it and send it down to earth. No, that seems like a better use of my money. I'm with you, buddy. I'm with you. Anything else on your mind this week? No, man. I don't think so. I think uh, South Carolina win as we all expected, and I don't understand why Haley is staying in. I guess I've heard the theory that. You know, she'll be the last one standing if Trump gets into trouble, has health issues, or, you know, is in jail or something like that. But I think that's a, a pretty long shot. And and I don't know why she would presume that you know, she'd be the one wanted anyway if any of that happened. So, well, anyway. I, I got I to say, man, that typically when you have Republicans or Democrats, they go head to head. And when the Republican or the Democrat finds out they have no path to victory. They drop right. out because the idea is, Hey, uh, I may have thought I was the best Republican, but people aren't buying it. So I want to defeat Democrats. Or I thought, you know, I thought I was the best Democrat, but I want to defeat Republicans. So I want right. to unite the party in that endeavor. But Nikki Haley's not doing that. Nikki Haley says, no, I mean, it's good. She has no path. She knows she has no path. And, right. Her idea is not to defeat Democrats. Her idea is to defeat Trump, and it's showing. That's my view. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's sucking up resources. I mean, anybody who hates Donald Trump, 
and, and is giving money to Nikki Haley, maybe that's money that they might give to Trump, or maybe they would just keep the money, you know? So, and then I'm sure that there are enough anti-Trump um, rhinos up there that, uh, you know, in the RNC and, and places like that that are doling out money to uh, to Nikki Haley, that that's all money that could go to Trump or something better. So well, I don't know. It's just since you brought up electoral politics, I just there's a there's something here that's local in Texas. I'm sure you know the name Craig Goldman. He's one of these pro-Democrat Republicans who voted, among other things, to impeach Attorney General Ken Paxton. Well, there was a a grassroots group that bought signs that read, voted to impeach Ken Paxton. And they placed it next to Craig Goldman's sign at at the polls, you know, with with an arrow pointing, this guy voted to impeach Ken Paxton. Well... According to a report, a constable witnessed the theft of that additional sign at a polling location. Turned out the thief was, according to reports, a guy by the name of Eric Fox, the head of government relations at Lockheed. A police report has been filed on this. I know, right? If you look, these pro-Democrat Republicans, I, I hope they all lose in the primary. But when, yeah. when, when you have to hide the facts from the people and your your surrogates or your supporters are out there trying to hide the facts from we the people and if he's so proud of what he's done why take the sign down yep why take i'm it with down? you man why take it down? i don't know that's all over the internet we uh, retweeted it on x if folks want to check out it's a, actually quite creative a little sign that all it says voted to impeach ken paxton it has a little red arrow pointing Right at the Craig <laughs> Goldman side. It's pretty damn cool. All right, man. Yeah, that's funny. You have a great week. All right, man. I'll see you. That puts a wrap on this Salcedo Storm podcast. Visit two websites, kids. TexasScorecard.com and ChrisSalcedo.com. Get caught up with all things Texas and the Chris Salcedo shows on radio and television. Until we visit again, my friends, remember this. A society's worth is not measured by how much power is stolen by an out-of-control government. It's measured by how much power is reserved for you and me, we the people. Stay vigilant out there, my friends. Florida law requires you to remain at the scene of a crash and to call for help. Leaving the scene is a felony offense that includes losing your license and possible jail time. After a crash, stay at the scene, call for assistance, and wait for first responders to arrive. If you have information on a hit-and-run crash, report it by calling Star FHP or anonymously to Crime Stoppers at Star Star 8477. A message from the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.